0: It is time to draw a line under the mess. We will strive for the denotification of Ukraine. Let, let me let
1: put
2: it, on it on. to is a
0: is you, Justin Bieber. Yes, you If you win by one, oh, you've won. The
1: phone went over the side
0: the idea of flattening
1: microns.
0: I just think everyone should be sure. What
1: the fuck is going on? Part of the ACAST Creator Network and also available on Patreon.
0: Hello, I'm Mark Steele. Welcome to my podcast, where each week I ask the question: what the, fuck is going on? what the fuck is going on? When great leaders step down, they often leave us with grand words that inspire and command us. From Alexander the Great to Nelson Mandela, these giants of history have left behind their wisdom and strength. And Boris Johnson is no different. As he leaves office, he emboldens us with the power of his language, saying, if you have an old kettle, it may cost £20 to replace it, but if you get a new one, you can save £10 a year. It's as if Abraham Lincoln is still with us, because if you follow Johnson's advice within two years you'll have made the 20 pounds back now of course by then your kettle will be two years old so it will need replacing which will cost another 20 pounds but as long as you keep replacing the kettle every two years you'll save a fortune. Johnson should do more of these such as it takes 20 minutes to go round the house with a uh, vacuum cleaner which uses up rather a lot of electricity so you should buy a second vacuum cleaner and then if two of you vacuum the house at the same time starting at uh, at opposite ends you can do it in only 10 minutes and with the money you save you can go on a holiday to Greece. Johnson's new career should be presenting a TV show called Boris's Money Tips in which he shares his lifetime's experiences of being careful with money. He could tell us today I'm going to talk to you about Toilet brushes. We all need a clean toilet brush in the delicate area of the house, but they can cost as much as four pounds fifty in a local hardware store. So, to save money, I suggest you do what I did and get Lord Brownlow to give you sixty grand to get the whole place refitted. On another day, you could say when you hold a party, you will want plenty of photos to remember the jolly times you had. But a good photographer can cost an absolute fortune these days. So why not pass laws that no one can hold a party and then go to a big stack of them yourself and hey presto, hundreds of pictures of your fun will appear in the newspapers that you can cut out and keep in your album and all for absolutely free. Because Johnson is the first person we listen to for snippets of how to cut costs, because he famously spent £800 a roll for his wallpaper, but there was a bit left over which he used as wrapping paper at Christmas, because he's careful with the pennies. Boris Johnson is often described as a great communicator because of the clear and thorough way he speaks. For example, if you asked him the way to the co-op, he'd say... Ah, it's, uh, it's quite, uh, yes, it's, <clears throat> it's Simple cu- cucumber. Ah, I've the cucumber. I've had their cucumber, I've had their cucumber. I've been there many times. Habeus corpus, corpus uh, modus operandi, Sainsbury's. Was Sainsbury's? Yes, forgive me. I do, yes. We have concluded a very exciting trade deal with Panama. Boris Johnson has been so dedicated as Prime Minister that he may struggle without all the hard work after he's had to go. Many politicians have told lies, but Johnson was so committed to his job that he told them when there seemed to be no point. So he would arrive somewhere by taxi and then jog across the road so it looks as if he'd run there. So in the same way that a retired boxer keeps training when they don't have to anymore, I think Johnson's going to just keep going, unable to stop. he will be seen at bus shelters saying to everyone in the queue, I invented zebras, I got, I got one in the bath, I got the biggest spring onion in the world, my knob is the shape of a map of America. Yes, he'll wander around the aisles of Aldi telling the shoppers, I can talk Portuguese to pelicans. I captured a Bin Laden by gluing him to his cave. I discovered Wiltshire and I I was in a porn film with Angela Merkel and eventually he'll be slumped in a doorway muttering to other homeless people. I used to lie in the highest office in the country. I, I mean, he said, so nice. I lied there, as it were and passers-by will ignore the sad rambling figure unaware that for the first time in his life now he's telling the truth he will be truly truly missed monday the 5th of september is boris johnson's last day as prime minister It's fair to say that one or two people are ever so slightly pleased about this, but not everybody is happy to see him go, especially Tory MP Nadine Boris.
2: How do you feel about the last day of Boris Johnson's
0: premiership?
1: Last day? Says who? He'll be back, you wait and see. And it'll be your last day if you keep asking questions like that. So he still has your support? Are you joking? I'm Boris forever me. That's what my tattoo says, and it's in a place you're never going to see.
2: It looks like Liz Truss will be the next PM. Will you serve under her if she wins?
1: Yeah, and I'll tell you why, you shit shithouse. Because Liz is my new bezzy. If she gets the job, me and her are going to go down to flares and get off our tits on Jaeger bombs.
3: Do you think Liz Truss will continue with the party
1: gate inquiry? Oh, who cares? I've got an inquiry for you. When did you last have a shag? I bet you couldn't pull a closing time in Barbar. You never talk about what Boris has done for us, do you?
3: What would you say are his achievements?
1: Broadband! The average broadband speed is now 10 trillion teragigamegabytes. And it's all thanks to Boris. Just think about that next time you're twanging your twiggler cock to your internet porn. Hey, you're all traitors, the lot of you, you and shet houses. What the
0: fuck is
2: going on?
0: Now, you cannot even contemplate the massive gargantuan task of finding out what the fuck is going on without the most amazing expert opinions and advice. Uh, yeah, it was much like Churchill couldn't have done it on his own. He needed Eisenhower and Roosevelt. And in much much the same vein, I have with me today mister Sean Walsh.
2: Yes, thank you very much. We're, I, I'm very clued up. We're going to get this sorted. I know <laughs> yeah, yeah, what's yeah. going on. That, that'd be it.
0: You'll be you'll be telling us about D Day. it will be that. No,
2: yes, nothing prepares you more for talking about uh, politics and the news than doing the Edinburgh Festival, <laughs> where, where you've not, yes. not yeah you've not just been self um, consumed for thirty days, where all you've thought about is. Uh, your stupid fucking show. I would,
0: I've been up there in years where I think Saddam Hussein invaded Kuwait <laughs> one year when I was up there. And literally, no one gave a shit. Yeah, yeah, one, yeah, this yeah. was the start of all this turmoil, wouldn't it? Yeah. Literally, everyone's going, oh, for God's sake, have you sent the paper? Yeah, I know, it's terrible, isn't it? It's frightening. It is bloody frightening. They came in on Wednesday, and my review's still not in, and it's Sunday. <laughs> What's the point? What's the point? <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> I was, precisely. Probably was thinking the same I can't believe it I invaded Kuwait on Tuesday and the <laughs> Scotsman haven't they bloody look what they've given me two stars for the two invasion <laughs> oh the bloody tanks weren't prepared the bloody end was all shabby we got stuck in the desert it's not my fault
2: yes the only the <laughs> only bit of news I know about August was that the bins weren't taken yeah yeah yeah. I know about in, that that's yeah, that's all I know, and I didn't know that that news had left Edinburgh. But that's, yeah, I can tell you about that if you want. And <laughs> did they get reviewed the bins? Tell
0: us about the bins in Edinburgh.
2: Well, my, uh, just I, th- I think it worked as a metaphor for a lot of um, ha- you know comics and how they were feeling during the month. But someone I know <laughs> left their flat in the morning and saw two seagulls eating a dead rat. Isn't that nice? <laughs> Now go do your show. Now go make people laugh. They've been taking Mark. When how I did, long? I should
0: just say this just before. I say that. Sorry, it always reminds me. When I did the, the in town show in Blythe, and Kai Humphries told me that he was from Blythe, and he said he was stood out, stood in the Little Eye Street there one day, and a complete stranger come up and went, "Hey, mate, would you like to be
2: a rat?" That's <laughs> he said, phenomenal. He said, "It's a top quality rat." Mean that's phenomenal. <laughs> how long have they been? So for the listeners that don't know, Edinburgh has been trying to uh, install a a tram system. How long has this been going? I swear to God, this has been going on since I first went. Oh, yeah, longer than that. But there is a tram system. It's there now. Oh. you That's that's the mistake
0: you've made is you've missed it.
2: No, 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 don't, no, no, not no, no! Only no, no. That. How no. long have
0: Heathrow been building that airport? When's it
2: ever going to be <laughs> no, open? No, 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 no! Don't you start! No, 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 no! You weren't you weren't to Edinburgh this year, so don't don't get cocky, all right? You weren't. Not, I'm nominated, so I know things now. <laughs> no, no, no. Apparently, no, 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 no. Mark, they've had to dig it all back up because apparently Is that true. Yeah, yeah, they've had to dig it all back up because apparently they got it wrong.
0: Imagine that. No, I didn't know that. Yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, no, it wasn't meant to go there. No, that's not working. Sorry. Start again. Yeah, start dig it all up again. Is that what? The World's Biggest Art Festival? Doesn't matter. Dig it up. Dig (laughs) it up. What about about the rubbish? Leave that. Leave World's (laughs) Biggest Art Festival. Leave the rubbish. Dig up the roads. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> fucking mental.
0: <laughs> well, we did touch on the other big subjects up there in Edinburgh, which is that your show was nominated for an award. So is that a good well, thing?
2: Well, we touched on it because I, I shouted it
0: you touched on
2: it in fact you didn't you didn't you yeah yeah yeah. rather than touched it you punched it kicked it in um i was nominated so so the edinburgh comedy awards sam campbell uh robbed it from me right was he did he win it no he did yeah very nice chap actually yeah um but I didn't. I didn't see the show. I'll probably be get nominated
0: when I'm about ninety four, and they'll sort of. It'll be one of them things like when they gave Sidney Poitier an award, <laughs> when he could barely get on the stage. That's. They'll probably go. Oh, for fuck's sake! We've never given him. we have not nominated him. We've not even not. We, let's nominate for a joke. Let's nominate Mark as best newcomer when he's ninety four, <laughs> and then there'll be someone who'll have to show me there and and that, and I'll be going. Have, have we done it yet? No, Mark. We haven't done it yet. We haven't done, we haven't, have I got the award yet? What's this for? Is this for playing the violin? You don't play the violin, Mark. The Lifetime Achievement Award. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: That they had to give Chaplin because they hadn't given yeah, Chaplin yeah, exactly. en- anything.
0: Yeah, because they, yeah. Charlie yeah. Chaplin well, at didn't least, win at a least.
2: fucking Academy Award. No, no, that's no. You. Well, they
0: hated him, didn't they? You're like, well, that's it. Oh, no, at least they bothered to exile him out of the bloody country, cancel his visas and make him live in Switzerland. I've not even had that. Sorry, I, work. Uh, we'll work on it. I can't believe that my my career has not been the same as Chaplin's. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Mikey, Mi uh, Mikey, who is the producer of both of our podcasts, yeah, he is actually um, he is blacklisted from Switzerland. Is he?
0: How did <laughs> he manage that?
2: Um, he uh, <laughs> didn't pay some bills when he was living out there. <laughs> I know. How do you annoy Switzerland? I know. I know. <laughs> That's like. And he just so said, he someone, just. A really lovely
0: woman in the road. Oh, she helps anyone, she does. So, <laughs> oh, Mrs. Jones at number 41. She's She's lived here 25 years. She's loved it. No, I'm banned from going round there. Yeah. yeah what? Yeah. have you managed that? I, I went in there, I called her a cunt.
2: Yeah. What did you do <laughs> Also, how did you annoy Switzerland? The way he dropped the information was like how you might tell someone that you you didn't get served another drink in a pub when you were seventeen. Oh, I didn't, yeah, I once uh, was too drunk in that pub it, and he just went, "Yeah, I'm blacklisted from Switzerland." <laughs> blacklisted? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> there
0: we go. Oh, all right. Well, that's yeah, that's that's nice to know. Well, that we were. It's a shame because we were going to do a whole run of these podcasts it. <laughs> fuck now, isn't it? Uh, now, uh, we're, we're the, by the time most people listen to this, Boris Johnson will no longer be the prime minister. Now, yes. I'm amazed. I've sort of mentioned this a couple of times, in uh, including I was in uh, Newport doing uh, recording one of the in town shows, and I sort of mentioned that. Obviously, it's a very working class town, but just sort of mentioning that at the start, and the place went. Mental, uh, much more than I. I wasn't expecting that reaction. I think that a lot of people are immensely overjoyed that he's that he's going. I don't think he
2: has any idea. Well, hang on, I mean, right. I'm, I'm surp- r- surprised that you're surprised. I'm surprised. Have you not it, fucking uh, the- seen the state of the country? <laughs> <laughs> I it's- have
0: seen it. Yeah, I do a podcast
2: about yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, he's
2: done that. Yeah. Him and his yes. government have done that. Yeah. And probably yeah. a lot of those people that were cheering him, probably a lot, a lot of those fucking idiots voted him
0: in. Well, that's true. I always say the person, that nobody hates the dodgy car dealer more than the idiot who fell for him and bought a car off him. Oh,
2: that's fa- do you? Sorry, did you just say you always say that? Do I you have a- said that, yeah. What, you... I don't you, always you say carry it, or, You carry your own know, not, phrase. You've got your own phrase. I always say that always your phrase? It. Or is that a no, phrase that you quote? No, I thought of that. You've got your own... Who has their own phrase? It's not my own phrase. I don't say it all the time. Well, you no, know, but you've got... You, no, you said, I, I always say the... Do b-. you want
0: anything else with your bananas and your mushrooms and your beetroots?
2: <laughs> Nobody hates
0: the car dealer <laughs> look, who's dodgy more. Look, what?
2: No, no, no. Uh, no, we've no, got green peppers. No, don't get. No, no, no. I don't do no, it all the time. Don't, no, no, don't try and sidetrack no. this. You can't have your own phrase. <clears> I'm not saying
0: it's my own phrase. I'm
2: saying that I. You said you. You said I, you. I've you wrote said that
0: once in a column, and I've said it. probably about someone else, and I think it's also true about Boris Johnson now that there are people who voted for Boris Johnson. They will that because they, they will feel terribly let down. They'll think, oh, he was going to be someone new and that we could trust, and he was a different sort of politician. And here he is, bloody pissing it up while telling us we've got to stay indoors and my, you know i couldn't go and see my uncle while he was in the care home. so that you know that's like the person who's go you know. There's a dodgy car dealer up Crystal Palace. No, 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 no. no, no, I've never bought a car off him. Now, the bloke who I fucking got round as the plumber the other day, who turned out to be a total and utter crook, I really don't like him. Where other (laughs) more sensible people looked at the reviews that said, for fuck's sake, you would be better off getting the fucking reincarnation of Jack the Ripper around the house to look at your radiators. And this twat, I wouldn't give him one eighth of a star please please, 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 tell the world never to get this plumber. I didn't bother looking at that, got the bloke round and fucking made it worse and wanted to charge about two thousand quid. I don't like that bloke, yeah,
2: no that that's too. you
0: think he's funny because you're not idiotic enough to have bought his his nonsense. I think it's the same with boris johnson
2: i think I think that's a very I think that's a very good point i just I just thought it was. I just thought I should point out that you use your own phrase. It doesn't, mean I dis, it doesn't mean that I disagree with anything. But I completely agree with everything you're saying. I could use that phrase and I could say, it's like Mark Steele says. But you can't. I can't say my own phrase. You I can't is. say your own phrase. You can't. Imagine, imagine if Descartes just walked around going, well, you know, it's like I say. I think therefore I am. What? Stop fucking saying that, Deka. What? No, it's true. I I always say it. I think uh, therefore I am. And now now look now look who looks silly. Thank you. Anyway, <laughs> do
0: you think he did? Well, do you think what... he did say that? no if he was, I... if there was a moment in the pub in, in Amsterdam where he was living, where it where it was just the most appropriate thing, and, the, and other and his mates were going, I'm not sure what, uh, uh, I, I'm not sure how we can be certain we are really here. What can we actually know? And he was thinking, Oh God, this is absolutely perfect now for me to say. Well, I think therefore I am. <laughs> But if I say it, they're going to go, you can't say your own phrase. That what... <laughs> <think> that happened. <laughs> so he just went for a walk by the canal.
2: Like... Oh, imagine. Just, I've, This would be perfect. Maybe I should just say it. Don't say it. You can't quote yourself. You'll end up being like Mark Steele. Don't No, just leave it Yeah, maybe Maybe I don't really have an opinion on it
0: oh, What about it. Martin Luther King? Oh, for, yeah, I know you had a dream You fucking all the world <coughs> saw you had a dream No, different dream <laughs> yeah, This one was about a cat with the head of a pigeon
2: <laughs> Yeah, this dream I just walked into Toys R Us I looked around and left It was very weird Nothing happened uh, Right well, I, I I think we've have, have I think we we've solved it. Have we out. solved Boris. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you so I, much. Wait, Give a collective... I, I have one question. Yeah.
2: Sorry, much. One question because the question is the hot question. Is it the golden question? Everyone's asking, and you have to answer it, even though it won't make a difference. Um, Rishi or Lizzie?
0: Lizzie. Okay. Okay. I think she's got some very good policies. I'm warming to her. I think that she's. <laughs> I think she's going to look like a, a proper politician on the world stage. I think she looks prime ministerial. Uh, I find her very attractive. Oh kind of, um, being on a personal level, I probably shouldn't go into that, but you know, you can't help but you know feelings are what they are. And um,
2: Liz Truss looks like the person that you always just end up making eye contact with when you look up. When you're walking on the street and you just look up at the double-decker of a bus. All <laughs> oh, right. don't know why we're looking at each other, but we are. Yeah,
0: that's very poignant.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you
0: very much. Oh, oh, and what have you got coming up? Loads of things.
2: i got my own podcast, What's you Upset chose. You Now? And I'm on tour with stuff. They are. Thank you. It's like
0: watching one of these Americans who just can't stop publicising themselves.
2: (laughs) Thank you very much, Mr. Sean Walsh. I'm about.
0: As we've seen this past week, climate change is having disastrous consequences all over the world, and this has understandably upset some people, especially this woman, who I heard in a cafe.
1: Well, I saw Richard Madeley on Good Morning Britain talking about the floods in Pakistan, and I it completely ruined my day, because it reminded me we've got a leak in the upstairs bathroom, and if we don't get it fixed soon, we could end up with a flood of our own. I asked the nanny if she could fix it, and she said, but I'm not a plumber. I said, but I thought you're Eastern European. Can't you get your father to pop over and fix it or something? And she just muttered something about Brexit. So I said, well, in that case, maybe you could just stand there and put your finger over the leak. And Colin's too busy to do it because... Well, he's head of marketing for Pringles across the whole of the Reigate area, and he's away at a sales conference in Dubai all week, and, well, Tara from the spin class has got Covid, so she can't see anyone. I thought all that nonsense had stopped, but apparently she's got this new strain, which means she has to isolate for seven days. (laughs) I asked Calvados, our homeopath, if he had anything for leaks, and he said, I could try putting one drop of Pulsatilla in the water tank to see if that dries it up, but I put a whole bottle down there, and it still hasn't worked, and then just when I was mopping it up. Someone came to the door collecting for flood relief. I said, can't you see? I'm in the middle of an emergency. But that's the trouble with people. It's just me, me, me. Excuse me, have you got any more of these organic napkins? I need to take some home with me.
2: Mom.
0: Now, as anybody knows, especially in difficult times like these, if you want to find out what the fuck is going on, then you absolutely have to have the voice of the youth. Now, I'm not sure I've got the voice of the youth because uh, it's 26 years since I've bred someone, but uh, I've got the voice of the 26-year-old, Elliot Steele. Hello. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. <laughs> All right. Um. So now, first of all, the number of people I've been—I was at a festival on Sunday and sat in a field, and a bloke came over and went, "Mark, I, I hope you don't mind, but I, I must ask, how are Elliot's nuts?" I was in a show in Altrincham, uh, which was quite funny because the microphone. Didn't work at all, and I had to sort of the sound bloke was deaf. <laughs> so that's quite funny that the sound bloke was deaf. I had to do the show. I was pretty exhausted at the time. I'll just come back from an in sound thing in Wales, anyway. And during the sort of mucking about bit, while they were sorting the mic out, a bloke went, "Mark, tell us about Elliot's knots. I've been worried. This has happened quite a bit. So I think you better, um, I think you better yeah, they, inform the nation. They, they're all fine, thank you." Oh, okay. So I, th- I think, uh, well, I think you should make an official statement, really. Like you were
3: like a politician who's outside his house, you know, coming well, well, out to well, all the journal. I don't know. Like, it's all right. Like, what? Well, my, that's my official <laughs> statement. It's all right. <laughs> there we are. Is this why you've not gone into politics? Yeah, absolutely. We're
0: waiting that's now long. for an official statement for Elliot Steele on the state of the economy. Here he is.
3: Click, 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 click. Chancellor. It's all right. <laughs> It work itself out. <laughs> they they don't understand, and I, I none of them. That's about as much as they're doing at the minute, anyway. The fucking guy in charge of this country. I didn't even realise he was still in charge. Told everyone I'd spend to buy a new kettle to save ten pound a year on energy. Yeah, they have no idea that like people are going to this autumn be burning things to the ground. They have no idea. Do you think that's going to happen? I mean, it's going to be your yeah, generation I, doing it, isn't it? It's not no, going to be us. I think it's going to be loads of people doing it. I think the British people—they're—they're they're doing what they—they. They, it's just a reenactment of COVID, but with more to lose because the—they—they go—they're they're go, they're just sort of blindly going towards this energy bill crisis. Nobody in charge has any idea what to do about it because for for years we've spent all the money in society that is there that is meant to be for society has been siphoned off to big corporations that's how people have got elected and now the chickens are coming home to roost where they're not able to turn against the big corporations because they'll have like the, the they won't be able to be funded by lobbyists anymore so that that now puts them in a situation where the big corporations are finally well for them to be able to make the amount of money they're going to make to still be able to buy a yacht and fly to Epstein's Island and fuck children and murder them means that they need to put the bills up for people to about £3,000 a year. So... Uh, but you'd be an amazing
0: economics teacher. <laughs> well, yeah, then we're going to uh, look at the impact of shortages upon the rise of... Uh, the, 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 the the constraints of money that can prevent inflation, M1. We're then going to look at the impact on that on thousands of people going to an island (laughs) in order to commit mass paedophilia. So get your notebooks out, because we're going to be doing all of this in the exam at the end of the
3: week. The the thing with What did we learn about... (laughs)
0: what What did we learn about why the ruling class... Why did we learn about why the capitalist class have this desire to continue building profits? That's right, it's to commit. Pedophilia in an island and murder anybody in a jail
3: who breaks rank. Okay, <laughs> fold your but, books up. T- but, <laughs> tomorrow we're doing but, exports. But Keir, Keir Starmer is again. It's like Labour have this issue where they they like at least the Conservatives are fully in bed with the you know well more modern conservatism, which I think's been ruined by it. Because because look. There, there, there's reason to be conservative. Anyone who wears shirts that says, I've never kissed a Tory or anything like that is a fucking idiot. Like, you are, <laughs> they're so stupid. There, there are reasons to be conservative. There are reasons to do it. You know, the idea that it helps business and things like that. And that, you know, council's, in conservative areas have regular bin collection and all of these things. Now, I know that's because there's more money, but there's reason they, the, they, they do... They're in wealthier
0: they, areas, though, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, I know, know. So they I get know, more I'm, money from the... cat. it used to be that I, that was evened up a little bit. And now, it, and over the last 35 years, that's been taken away. I mean, Rishi Sudak hmm. boasted that he has taken money away from the
3: deprived areas and given it to the wealthier areas. But, for sure, boasted but that's... It. I know, I know, I know. But that's what I'm saying. Modern conservatism like we're under Boris Johnson has has just become sleazy and stuff. And I think, like, main Tory voters don't like that. But Labour does this thing where they're like, oh, we, we're not them. And you're like, well, what are you? There's no way to play it because you're going to do the things that this current government is doing involving cuts to services and all of that stuff, but then you're going to sort of apologise while doing it. I think, I've said this sort of a bit really, I think that
0: they misunderstand, I think Keir Starmer's people misunderstand Blair because I was not a fan of Blair at all even before Iraq, but uh, Blair looked radical because he was going to introduce uh, a minimum wage gay civil partnerships which was a very radical thing at the time abolished fox hunting devolution for Scotland uh, a windfall tax on the mobile phone companies and stuff like that there were sort of things that looked really radical and on those like the the minimum wage now it's just accepted but the the conservative press went berserk the politicians went mad this is going to destroy a million right. jobs and all that That's it looked like it was radical and that it felt like oh when labor win it's going to be a different world all of this so it wasn't just we're not conservative it wasn't just i've moved labor from the left he had a series of positive things and that's what um labor doesn't seem to have now it's just it's got the oh, we're not conservative bit it's got the we're nothing to do with the left bit but they've forgotten to be anything you're gonna riot what would you do would you riot
3: um I, i i think I think riots and stuff are effective, but I think if people are going to riot, you need to look at a thing like Arab Spring and go, the reason Arab Spring failed is because there was no plan afterwards, which is always the problem with revolution. Do you reckon there'll be a few, do you reckon there'll be a few, like, do you reckon there'll be like <laughs> a real, like, it will get really out of hand? That'd be what, exciting. Like, what, the army and all that? I, 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 yeah, I don't think this country, I I do you know what this country will do? We'll just fuck it. One car window will get smashed and that'll be it. (laughs) Okay. Well, there we are. I don't think anywhere in this
0: country this week you are going to find a more incisive and detailed account of the political situation in this country. I know lots of people are listening to this podcast with Alistair Campbell and Rory Stewart, but they haven't got a clue compared to the wonderfully
3: detailed uh, analysis that we've offered there. What the fuck does Alistair Campbell know? Why are people still listening to him? Isn't isn't he the reason there's like two million dead Iraqis and now he's got a podcast and everyone's fucking downloading it? The fuck is wrong with people? why has he got a podcast the only the only time he should uh, the only podcast he should have is for people who want to kill 2 million Iraqis want to listen to it if you are if that is your your goal then then you should listen to Alistair Campbell's podcast because when you want to know what the fuck is going on like he's literally one of the reasons the entire Middle East has been destabilised He's so, he's one of the, he's, if you want to, his podcast should start with, here's why all these things are happening. I'm an evil human being <laughs> and I did all of these things and that's why we're in this mess. <laughs> that's what it is. Write that in. Say us a
0: note and see if he reads it out. <laughs> Thank you very much, Elliot Steele.
3: Fucking prick. What the fuck? We
0: Thank you so much to all of you who are now supporting us on Patreon. It's so immensely appreciated. That if I was to tell you my true feelings, it would be soppy and it would end up on—I um, don't—it would end up on some sort of American program, and uh, they'd all start crying, and I'd be invited to go and speak to someone on NBC. Uh, but I do very, very much appreciate it. It is because of you that we can continue our quest to find out what the fuck is going on. Because you can look at other things like children's cbbc they hardly mention it if you would like to join these wonderful virtuous saintly wonderful people and i appreciate there's lots of people who you're still saintly but you don't necessarily want to join us on patreon but if you do want to join them for as little as two pounds a month just follow the link on our twitter page or go to www.patreon.com and type in what the f is going on or uh, to find out even more then for just £4 a month, you'll get a longer ad-free version of the episode. I, I, we all know ads are horrible, but they do seem to dominate the entire universe. There's probably adverts now. And it, I don't know. We're probably sending them out to... Galaxies we've never even heard of. With extended interviews, there's bonus sketches. Uh, This week, there's George Galloway talking on Freya the Walrus, who was assassinated by the Norwegian government. And that's a very, very important um, issue that we must all all find out as much as we can about it. Uh, And you get the whole thing on Sunday nights, unlike everybody else who has to wait until Monday mornings, bless them. Uh, You'll also get the chance in to take part in some ask me anything questions which will be going on as soon as I finish the in town series which seems to take ages who'd have thought and that'll be starting next month and you'll get all sorts of other benefits so go to www.patreon.com type in what the f is going on to join what I think is the wtf community now because I've got to rush off to Litchfield and then oh well and then Paris amongst other things um Elliot is going to answer your questions today, so you will get a youthful feel about it. There'll all be stuff about grime and iPads, probably things that I don't understand.
3: Hello, and welcome to What the Fuck is Going On uh, with me, Elliot Still. For some reason this week, I have to answer the questions uh, because my dad... I know, I know some of you paid loads of money to send stuff into this, which is you'd think would be an incentive for my dad to sit here and do his fucking job. But here I am on my Saturday afternoon. I want to be watching the football. I haven't even eaten yet. And now I've got to answer questions from people uh, who I don't know. And they didn't know I was going to be doing this. Uh, but luckily to do this with me is the fantastic Sean Walsh.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I don't know if I'm the solution, Elliot. No,
3: I, 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 I don't know why either of us are here. Um, so the first question is from... Uh, John K. K Billsbury at uh, Stockport Diesel on Twitter this is great to let a dyslexic do this what the fuck is going on (laughs) with fans of Premier League teams turning up to lower league grounds in their own shirts we've had it at Edgeley Park with the fans of both Manchester teams recently what the fuck are they hoping to achieve apart from -er which I don't know what that means Uh,
2: -er Oprah means I think uh, kind of um, like a back, you know, a backlash, a kind of, a, you oh,
3: know what I mean? Okay. A storm, a storm. Oh well, that well, that's a very nice word, actually. I'm going to, try well, to without it bit.
2: not going down well. What, do you you support uh, a lower league side. You fucking asshole! You do. You are low. You're making it sound like we're not. <laughs> you're making it sound like League Two, saying lower league. Well, T- I don't know what league are they in. What do you mean? What league are we? Uh, I'm not. Then, I'm not. Uh, I'm not don't uh, I, I am not do not pay attention to those divisions. I'm not coming down to your level. You. Oh. You're uh, no lower well, league. Well, let the people
3: know what team it is.
2: Queens Park Rangers.
3: Wow. Okay. And 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 what division are they in?
2: The Championship. So. <laughs> so
3: yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I think if people are turning up to lower league games, well, this
2: is what what the lower league sides want. You all complain. Well, you're, 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 you're talking as if you're fucking Barcelona. You're Crystal Palace. You lived in the lower leagues for most of your life. you Don't ask me questions about the lower leagues. I mean, you, you you should know. <laughs> I would just think with this: What do people? I'm
3: not, I'm not saying to you. I'm saying to this guy: what do, what do lower league people want? Because you want people support Premier League sides to come to your games. That's why there's three pm kickoffs because we're not able to watch the game. So be fucking grateful they're turning up in what attire they're turning up in. Like they're, yeah. they're
2: supporting your club. Don't be so stupid. Watching a terrible uh, standard of football. I'm I'm pretty I'm pre- terrible standard of football. So my my view on this is I'm very old school. Like I, I remember a few years ago, just seeing an Arsenal fan in an Arsenal shirt. Just you now, I don't think he went to the game, but he just happens to be walking down Loftus Road when uh there were when when we were walking to a game. I'm old Scott. That is not okay. I I am of the belief that if you are wearing other colours anywhere near another stadium on game day, I think I think the the, the laws need to be ripped up. Basically, yeah. I am I am saying on a podcast publicly that I think that people should be beaten up <laughs> for, for wearing a different
3: football shirt. So uh, the next. The next question is uh, from Steve Defu on Patreon. Why is there so much telly? What the fuck? New streaming services packed with stuff we are supposed to wade through to filter the crap out. Missing the good old days when we would gather around the wholesome family shows—Ralph Harris, Jimmy Savile, and Benny Hill. I, I like the streaming service i like I, I don't you don't need a streaming service go on youtube and watch get get all your stuff from youtube you've got a special on youtube it's great i watch that on it you can do all of the you know your special kiss is brilliant on it there's like i like streaming Thank services
2: you for the plug it's almost like i've sent in that question so that you could say that
3: yeah you've, got but you've that.
2: also got you put stand up on youtube as well don't you
3: Every now and then, yeah. YouTube, YouTube will become the biggest. Uh, YouTube is going to become the the platform for everything. Nothing uh, can compete with YouTube.
2: I think that I think I de- I definitely uh, I I was alive for, and so were you, I suppose. A time where where there were fewer channels, where there weren't streaming services, a a, a program could grab the nation. And, yes. and, and everyone would, you know, you would be, everyone would be brought together by this programme, talk talking about the programme at work, at, you know, college, school, unit whatever it is. I still think that basically that can happen, but it just, I mean, what have you got? What would you, okay, what would you say are the programmes now that do that? So I think Game of Thrones did, well, no, it feels like Game of Thrones did it, but actually, most people don't have Sky. So I don't know if Game of Thrones is a good answer. Game of
3: Thrones did, Breaking Bad did, yeah, and okay, in this country, Line of Duty did. Love Island? Love Island for my generation, absolutely. Love Everyone I- in my no, generation for me, I would Love say
2: Island. Love Island is the number one show because what it does is it goes through kind of every demographic of because mm-hmm. you get the kind of people that, watch it at face value and then you get this other kind of division of people that watch it in a kind of voyeuristic guilty pleasure way where they know what they are watching is mind numbing but there's a kind of pleasure from that
3: yeah watching it ironically is still watching it
2: absolutely
3: absolutely um so yeah I, I mean thank you thank you for this uh coming on and doing this with me Sean. it's been a lot of fun um I don't it's, think we answered anything.
2: No, we didn't. I apologise. We indulged. I Well, no, I, I indulged. I apologise. No, I did
3: as well. I was very happy to just start talking about ourselves. Really. I know. Um, Awful. But yeah, But, Awful. but thank you uh, thank you for coming on. Thank you for listening to What the Fuck is Going On. Uh, Mark Steele might be back next week, or who knows? He might just want to go to Cost Cutter and buy some milk, so rope his mum into doing it instead. Um but you, uh, yeah, uh, check out B Tech Philosophers and check out KISS on YouTube streaming now. Thank you
0: so much for listening to this podcast. If you've liked it, rate it. And if you can be bothered, write a review. If you can't be bothered, then it's actually, you are legally obliged to write a review. If there is anything at all that you think I should be finding out what the fuck is going on with it, please send me a message on Twitter at WTF is going on pod. And we do look at every single message that is sent. If you'd like to become a WTF supporter and get early access to ad free extended versions for as little as £2 a month please visit our Patreon page. What the fuck is going on? Was hosted by me, Mark Steele, with my guests, Sean Walsh and Elliot Steele. Voices by Sarah Alexander. It was written by Mark Steele and Pete Sinclair. And the music was by Willie Dowling. It was produced by Mike Benwell. What the fuck is going on? Was brought to you by WTF Productions.